Another victory Sunday and Monday for the Jacksonville Jaguars here on the Action Sports Jacks Pylon Podcast with Brent and Dan. And, well, it wasn't pretty, but they got it done. In the elements, they beat the Browns. They beat the weather in Cleveland. Browns are still winless. Jags are 7-3 and three and now alone in first place, Dan, in the AFC South. Just say it again. <laughs> first it. place? First place in the AFC South by themselves. I've noticed a conundrum for Jag fan, though. Uh-oh. Yeah. And it's a good thing, but it's – Jag fan is is grateful, okay, mm-hmm. to be 7-3. and three. Absolutely. Jag fan looks back and says, man, we thought it was going to be another year, like year before, year before, year before, year before, year before, right? And out of nowhere, this team has – put together this dominant defense and it's out of nowhere for many people obviously not for the organization and they're winning football games and so now jag fan i think i know where you're going with this is suddenly trying to figure out well how do we get more <laughs> <laughs> no jag fan all of a sudden thinks of the new england patriots the playoffs aren't quite good enough <laughs> yes. how do we win and play new england for the afc championship and then how do we beat new england and get to the super bowl we kid about that uh, and been have been kidding about it for about a month now, but we're trying to figure it out, and it's, so it's kind of a tough spot. But I would this is the only thing I say to Jag fan: enjoy the ride. Yeah. Regardless of what happens, and here's the great news: the window is open. It's officially open now. Yeah. And it's a young defense that's not going anywhere, and it has a chance to be a dominant defense. But you only get so many cracks, so you want to get to that tournament and then see what happens. Well, I think it's a happy medium, actually. Uh, yeah. Because kind of where you're, what you're saying, I think, is right. I think all of a sudden now the Jags won by like 24 points a game in their wins the first four times, right. five times. And now it's like, well, if they don't win by three touchdowns, what is going on? And it was a little bit of that last week, a little bit of that Sunday um, against the Browns. And, you know, some of that rightfully so. They were not clean games by the Jags, but still, that's the NFL. I mean, when you yeah, win those much games. much more like that. Yeah, they, it is more like that where people don't play perfect games, and the Jags are doing a little bit of that. So, um, But now I think you kind of do fall in between. Where do you, does your expectation go? Right. Because to be honest with you, I, nobody in their right mind was thinking about a Lombardi trophy. <laughs> two months ago, but right, you, know, you get it's like anything else. You get in the tournament, and you sure. never really know. I mean, yeah, you have to get by New England or a Pittsburgh or somebody else. But right now, with the way this team plays defense, I mean, and they're gonna they might have a home game in January. That means you only have to win like two more games to get into that thing. So, I I, I do think you pump the brakes on that for now. But I, I also like the idea that you can kind of dream. look ahead Dare and dream, to dream big about it, right? And it not be such a pie in the sky that it's unrealistic. And I'll say this. A lot of people have made light, and rightfully so, of the Jaguars' soft schedule mm-hmm. and one that they're taking advantage of. But I would suggest to you that right now, the best team in the AFC North is the Pittsburgh Steelers. The Jags destroyed them. Absolutely. And they caught the L.A. Chargers, who right now are the best team in the AFC West. I would agree. And they beat them. And look how Baltimore ter- might make a and run Baltimore at a wild card. Baltimore suddenly is in position to get in as the sixth seed. Um, the Jags right now, by the way, are the three seed. Yeah. So, again, you're also starting to sit there thinking, well, can we get to the two? Can we get to the one? What do we got to do? Pittsburgh and New England do have to play each other yeah. um, down the road. So, lots of opportunity, but enjoy the win over Cleveland. Hard fought. Great defense. The defense is just phenomenal. I mean, you were there, 6-3 and outs. We watched 
number one scoring defense, number one against the pass. They've gone from 32nd, then the Darius trade, to 16th. So even that has turned out to be a genius move. It's not all because of Marcel Darius, but he has made Avery Jones and Malik Jackson play better football, too. I, I think absolutely. Those two guys are playing much better football, especially Malik Jackson. Really upped his Malik's game. Malik's up to five sacks. Weeks. Yeah, he's having all of a sudden. Yeah. I mean, you know what's really tough? Uh, we'll, t- we'll talk about it in, in a moment. But they have so many guys going to the Pro Bowl or up for Defensive Player of the yeah. Year. I mean, who would you pick? <laughs> well, we'll talk about it in a second. But, uh, you know, one of what's cool about yesterday's performance is we knew that team could not move the ball against the Jags' defense. Right. And the Jags delivered on it. Right. You know, you know what everybody knows every Sunday is that Tom Brady's going to throw for 300 yards and three touchdowns, and he delivers on it just about every Sunday. Right. I think that's the cool part about the Jags. This known commodity is now getting it done, and in a 10-7 game, they got it done late. They didn't just get it done early in the second quarter, and then you win by three touchdowns. They got it done late on multiple occasions. They actually had two touchdowns returned. One obviously didn't go their way because of the blown whistle early, but I mean... That's a good team. Well, you know, and the other thing, Dan, is I think this team's winning in a variety of ways. They win by blowout. They win close games. They win with field goals late. They win with bad special teams, good special teams, good quarterback play, bad quarterback play. Uh, run the ball, don't run the ball. They've really won in a variety of ways. And for a franchise that could not win a football game, if you basically handed it to them for a decade, that's a good sign because this team – Whatever it is about them knows how to win a football game, and we just haven't said that about a Jags team in a long time. Well, you're right. And as a fan, when you sit there and you watch the last two weeks, if you will, the Charger game and and the Browns game, you're waiting. You're waiting for disaster, <laughs> yeah. and you know it's coming and because it's been coming for five years. And this year, it's not coming, and that's, that's a great coming. sign. I Listen, it's a tougher watch when they're not blowing out teams. That's the NFL, though. And that's going to make them a better football team down the stretch. That's going to make them a better football team maybe in January because you're not blowing anybody out in the uh, in the postseason. So winning these tough, close games, that's good for this young football team because you're right, they're learning uh, different ways to win and they find ways to get it done. And they got it done again against Cleveland. Who's your defensive player of the year right now? Calais Campbell, Yannick Ngakwe, Telvin Smith. We're not, we're not throwing Jalen in there now, huh? I forgot about him. <laughs> we better throw Jalen in there. Jalen. He cuts the field in half, basically. I he think makes he all cu- those guys do their thing. I think he would cuts you, the field. Do you fi- think Jalen would still get it right now over those three oh, guys? Oh, would with they those vote numbers? for him? Probably not. I think Yannick, yeah, I think Calais, because of the name, who he is, um, unless Yannick Ngakwe has a, and he's capable of it, a unbelievable last six games where he piles up another 10 sacks and gets to 19 and blows by Calais yeah. Campbell. I think that uh, Calais Campbell, with his 11-and-a-half, he gets five more, 15-and-a-half sacks, anchored the defense. The veteran who came in has always been good. And this year has been really good, but this year has been great. Yeah, I would think he would win it. It's a, it's a, you can make arguments for a lot of guys. You really can. That's a good point on Jalen. I mean, if Jalen ends up with three more picks this year or yeah. something to close it out. Because A.J. Boye has more picks. He does. But Jalen, to me, is Dion. He cuts the field right in half. Yeah, he's the dominant. Like, they don't even want to look his way. Yeah. Now, they threw at him yesterday. Well, that's kind of interesting. Yeah. yeah and right. I think they're I, – I, I, I'm curious, and I asked Baselli about this, too. You know, Jalen almost always – I think uh, – I could be wrong. I'm not an X's nose guy. I always see Jalen line up right over the receiver, yeah. pressing the receiver. 
And yesterday, on Sunday, he was backpedaling, backpedaling, giving him a little space. I don't know if it was field conditions. I don't know if he's maybe nicked up or didn't think he – I don't know if he was baiting Kaiser to try to get a pick, which he may have been doing. Well, they might have – and I tried to find him in the locker room and couldn't after the game, so yeah. we talked to him this week about that. But um, I think you might. they might have said, listen – Kaiser can't complete three, right. four, five, six in a row on right. down the field right. and do this. So maybe that's why they gave the cushion. But it is a little unusual to see. I think he hit on a good point. Because Boye was still pressing. He was, yeah. Ramsey was backing off a little bit. It was interesting. Uh, insign- I mean, Coleman. Coleman? Coleman, yeah. Corey Coleman. Five for 65. But very. Nothing major. You know, yeah, he nothing. was catching them, but he wasn't doing anything after the catch. No. That's no. for sure. And Ramsey will strike you, too. Oh, which yeah. I also like. Yeah, he was getting frustrated. He thought there were some push-offs on, on occasion. He was uh, frustrated. Yeah, you, That's how he plays. <laughs> well, because he didn't like a guy catching five on him. That's why <laughs> he didn't like that uh, at all. But great conversation to have. Uh, who's the defensive player of the year? I mean, Pro Bowl-wise, who, who heck, you could send the whole team on defense. Uh, but let's talk about a couple of warts real quick because there are warts on this football team. And you wonder if it does catch up sooner yeah. or later. And I think of three things. Uh, actually, I think of four things. Uh, offensively, there's three of them. Blake is still up and down. Um, he still has to make better plays. Can't really decisions. judge him on yesterday because of the weather. It's I don't hard. think so. He's got right. excuses, Dan. I mean, he's got yeah. excuses meaning two yeah. offensive linemen out, and, yeah. and his receiving core is just obliterated yes. from what it was. Yes. I'm sure he. that's a position of trust. Yeah. It's really hard to yeah. trust anyone right now on the outside because the rapport isn't where it is with but guys when, like Hearns and, and Robinson. But when, he goes, when he's getting sacked and he throws a ball <laughs> behind his head, yeah. that doesn't give us the trust in it. Well, and that's, a, that's an issue. <laughs> I would have liked to have been in the room with Coughlin and Caldwell on that one. Yeah, well, <laughs> no, you probably wouldn't. Have. No, I wouldn't. Um, but, okay, so it's Blake. He's still going to be more consistent and sure. take another step, and especially late in the season. Because here's the, th- here's the bottom line with Blake, and this is unfair, but and it's coming, and I know it's coming, and all because of the fans. I know how we are, and we're all – we're going to get to the playoffs, and if Blake throws if Blake throws up a stink bomb, then that's that. That's it, you know, and 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 it's all his fault, and blah blah blah. And and, and the chances are he will do that against a very good team in the playoffs. So that does happen in the yeah, playoffs. Yeah, it does happen. So, um, but let's see. Teams have won before with average quarterbacks. I know this, Dan. I wouldn't have wanted the other guy on that football field yesterday. Dude. <laughs> so I'll Dude. take Blake Bortles instead of that guy. Um, and, and I think they could use him still a little better at times. They were very conservative in their game plan. But one of my other warts is the receivers. I mean, now they need somebody to step up. They've had drops in key spots. Like, they still don't have anyone you really trust and love. And no. um, it, it's going to be interesting when they need a big play. Who is that guy? And maybe D.D. Westbrook emerges there. Is there any way that Alan Robinson could come back I know. This year? Boy, you wish he could. <laughs> For the playoffs. Imagine if you had him, you know. If they had known what – if they had known – he tore his ACL. It's oh, wait, usually a nine-month thing. Well – yeah, he can't. He can't make it. I was he say, did it in the if, first week of the year. It's not yeah. like he did it in the first week of camp. Yeah. You know? I was going to say, though, if you, if you thought you were going to get him back in five months, would you have kept a roster spot open for him? Yeah. Um, I would say that. Answer knowing that, what you know. No. Yeah. The yeah. answer would probably be no. Yeah. But. Listen, D.D. Uh, Westbrook's going to have to uh, – I, I was pleased with yeah, him I yesterday. Yeah. I thought he played very well. He really had four catches. The ref screwed him out of one. Yep. Um, four for about eh, about sixty yards, yeah. and that was that was ter- that's a terrific first game. I think that's good. That's what she should expect out of him. I I, I like how he. I think in he's, bad conditions. I think he can help. I think he can help. Yeah. Listen, and, I, I don't know what it looked like on TV, but it was not friendly conditions. No. I mean, I know Aaron Rodgers and Tom bad. Brady beat that weather. Yeah. But you still talk average quarterbacks and average receiving cores. That's a cha- 
challenging day. Yeah, no question. No question. It didn't look as bad on TV as it was there, I don't think. That thing was swirling, and it yeah. would pick up, and then the it would winds. stop. The winds. Was... You can't see wind on TV. You can't. So. And uh, so there was a lot out there. But, okay, my other war is Maybe now. TV should have something where you could feel the wind coming right out of the TV. <laughs> pretty, yeah, that would Wouldn't be that good. Be cool? That would be great. Uh, what go if it was to the cold wind? <laughs> <laughs> it was a cold wind or a warm wind. Like we, if you're up north and you're freezing and they show the game from Miami, you feel the sun on your face. Yeah, it's kind of like so- an idea. It's idea like, to make money. It's like the ride, the soaring ride at Disney, right? Let's at get Epcot. Weber on that. He got like a 1600 on his SAT, you know. <laughs> yeah. Not even, hey, not even a 1600 on the SAT will get that done. No? Okay. <laughs> Just thinking out loud. It's here. a different level. Uh, my last wart, or my two other warts. Yes. Uh, Leonard Fournette is, is not going to be healthy the rest of the year. That's, a, that's an issue. Um, and, and, <sighs> I, and you know what else? Boy, what a difference there is when Ivory runs instead of Fournette. You know, I think gets, Yeldon has passed Ivory as the two guy because Ivory's so struggling a little bit. He is struggling. Was Ivory under the weather? Somebody say he might be under the no, weather was, a little bit. I had heard that against the Chargers, but yeah. could he still be under the weather? I well, mean, Linder was under the weather for a while, so I don't know. I, I just He hasn't been running like he ran the first five or six games. He was running great. Yeah. Um, it hasn't been there. And, again, the old line is beat up too. So, um, But I think T.J. Yeldon has earned his way into the – we didn't see Corey Grant yesterday. Nah, just on a kick, yeah. kick return. Up. Yeah. And then my, my, my last one here uh, is, is special teams. Yeah. Uh, special teams is, has been an issue in more games than one. Yeah. You know? uh, and I'm not talking about the missed kick. Again, very tough conditions to kick. Uh, and they did have a turnover on, on special got teams, one. too. And they yeah. almost had another one because of the onside kick. But Norman punted poorly. He has not the coverage. Well. The coverage is not good. Kick no. it through the end zone if you can. Stop trying to get down there and cover. And... Um, Boy, you pull off a great call. Oh, that was good. Gosh, that was a great call. You're going for the, the jugular. The was on, by the way, if that yeah. happened. Yeah, if they get that, yeah. you're going to finish them. Right then, and, and the whole game's different. And uh, Payne, was it, right? Was it, Yeah, Donald I, Payne. You can't be offsides on that because you know the kicker's going to go get the ball anyway. I don't know how that happens. All. I mean, they practice it all the time, and then he ends up offsides. Yeah, and he was. He they got, was clearly the, offsides. The idiot refs got that one right. <laughs> Yes, they did. They didn't get much right. Uh, I know the refs on a first-name basis now. Yesterday was Pete, and Pete was horrible. The week, week before was Ron. was Ron. Yeah, that's I'm getting bad. tired of knowing these guys. They're supposed to be a, in, invisible. They are. If gu- gu- we better get guns this week. Yeah, maybe we need we guns to put to put an end to this nonsense. Um, all right, so anyway, listen. I think, you, I think <laughs> there you, are some warts. Th- there are some warts. Yeah, and, and you got to acknowledge that even at seven and three, they're not a perfect team. And when you're one-dimensional a bit on offense, like they can be. That special teams needs to play better. Yes. So I, I think it could cost them down the road. So keep an eye on it. They need to get better. You know, uh, Andy Benoit is uh, one of the MMQB guys. Yeah. And he wrote an article already this week talking about can the Jags go to the Super Bowl? I mean, that's the kind of neat national coverage yeah. that is now. Bucky Brooks has been on that train for a while. So a lot of these national guys are getting. Uh, Rex Ryan a couple weeks ago said, you know, New England doesn't want to face that team. You know, I, somehow I don't think Tom Brady's losing sleep over it. Facing the Jags, nah, I mean, they were, yeah, listen, it, it would be so much fun. But to, he didn't like playing that Denver team, and no. this team is built a little bit like Denver. No, you got if you can get him off his spot, things yeah. can happen. Yeah, so. so, hey, it's a lot of fun. Uh, and it, we have a great history. Jags don't have a history of doing a lot of things. We have a great history of ending NFL quarterback, Hall of Fame quarterbacks' <laughs> careers. <laughs> you know? Are you, are, you trying to, are you trying to get Tom Brady hurt? Well, I said Calais Campbell is going to eat the GOAT. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm I'm expecting that to happen in the AFC Championship. Well, Calais Campbell goes back Actually to Arizona eat the this goat. week. Oh hey, yeah, uh, the fever, by the way, is about to pick up. Wouldn't you think? After now, we're at Thanksgiving. Gosh, I hope what I what I want. Well, I think that Seahawks game will be electric. Uh, and be. I don't know if it's going to get flexed or. 
uh, moved yeah, or we'll switched to 4 o'clock or I don't know. It's a candidate, but probably tough to get flexed to the night game. Because is that is that Baltimore-Pittsburgh? Yeah. Yeah, they don't move that Too game. Too big markets. That's a great – if Baltimore and playing Baltimore's better. in the mix. Yeah, so I doubt it too. But maybe it'll be a 4 o'clock. I don't know what's going to happen with it, but I do know this. I don't want to see an empty seat at the stadium for that game. Yeah. That would be fun. I, we need that. It'd be back. nine and three, Dan, at that time. Uh-huh. Might be now. Arizona's yeah. tougher than people think. Arizona's tough. Uh, India, I think we handle. But December, Gabbard. the tooth fairies. <laughs> Blaine Gabbard. Hey, I got something for you, right? Prosser said today <laughs> that Blaine Gabbard's better than Blake Bortles. I think he finally took it back, but he said. Well, optically, and I said, stop it. And then we looked up the numbers, and he's not even close to being better. He's got a worse completion percentage than Blake. He throws a better football. That's it. Yeah, he throws a better ball. But who doesn't? I mean, Brooks throws a better Um, ball. Ty throws a better ball. (laughs) Uh, Love you, Blake. Gosh. Stewart even throws a better ball. Um, He doesn't catch a better ball. He was sick all week while he was playing this game, too. Toughed it out again. Yeah. Um, He was still sick after that game. I talked to him a little bit. Uh, I've got – here's one. What's more embarrassing? Uh Uh-huh. Okay. Losing the Cleveland, who is winless, mm-hmm. or losing the Blaine Gabbert? Oh, Cleveland. Really? Yes. Yes. In my mind, yes. Oh, that was easy for you. I yeah. thought that'd be a little more difficult. No, no. I don't. Hey, Blaine Gabbert is the barometer of bad in Jackson. Oh, I know. He really is the barometer. Oh, I know. Like, he is probably the, the ultimate barometer of rock bottom. Probably set the franchise back five years with that pick. Yeah. They yeah. traded up and, to and get listen, him. I'm not saying it's Gabbert's fault that he's that barometer. No. But he is in the eyes of the fans. Yeah, he is the rock bottom of this organization's existence. I think. Yes, yes. But I even more I, than Gene Smith or Gus or losing those guys. 0-9 in Cleveland would not have been a good thing. All right, that's good. I'm going to ask that question all week. I'll be interested to I see like what that. people say. I like that. Um, Jump Jack fans would probably say losing to Gabbert. Yeah, they remember. Well, now that they're by Cleveland, it's easier to say well, that. That's true. Too. That's true. Too. <laughs> uh, but uh, all right. Well, hey, we'll talk more Jags all week. Obviously, uh, head to Arizona. It should be a lot of fun. Um, Got to talk Gators real quick. Uh, yeah, let's do chip, it. Chip, Chip. I'm not talking about Florida, Florida State, by the way, and I'm not talking about UAB. We're talking about Chip Kelly. Nice win over the Blazers. <laughs> chip Kelly. You know, Weber brought that one home. Uh, what do you think? Is Chip Kelly going to be the guy or what? What's he over under? I still I think say if Chip wants 3rd, Florida, he gets Florida. I think there's a obvious – look, we now know they are very interested in him. They are interested. We now know they've met with him. Um we now know the contract person went with them. We now know it's more than just we like you, you like us. Um, we're in the nitty gritty. And Chip, well, ha- I think what you really have to do is you start talking about the pros and cons with UCLA and Florida. Chip's going back in. Chip's back in. He wants back in. Chip's back in. Yeah. Chip contacted Florida. That's a good thing. Yeah. Um, but here's what you got to decide if you're Chip. And I don't think Tennessee's a factor. I think I'm either going to go to L.A., where I can kind of do my thing anonymously. UCLA football is probably the 14th most important sport in Los Angeles. That's good. I mean, I can go down the list. It's not even the most important college football in Los Angeles. Surfing is probably ahead of UCLA. SC's by far. (laughs) The L.A. Lakers, the L.A. Dodgers, the L.A. Clippers, the, I mean. Bikini watch. The Kings are more important than UCLA football. I'm just telling you, you, (laughs) UCLA football is way down the list. So Chip Kelly, he knows the recruiting area because he was at Oregon. L.A.'s fertile enough that he he can do it without, you know, doing too, putting too much, you know, into it. It's just, do you want to, but Florida, yeah, you know, do you want to go back and 
win national championships, but do you want that spotlight on you all the time? Yeah. Do you think there's a sense on Chip Kelly, too, that – and I'm not saying he's trying to cheat, but he, 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 he'll he push the rules. He's proven that. Yes. And you might be more apt to be able to do that at UCLA. Yeah. Than you can in Florida. Yeah. Maybe. Uh to a point, I mean, he, it's kind of like saying Notre Dame. Could they give enough exceptions? How know, intrigued what, what? is Chip? I think this is it from a football perspective. How intrigued is Chip, Chip Kelly? Say, man, if I could get five stars from Florida in my offense, how good could I be? Yeah, you, you know, gotta be asking yourself that. But Chip, but I got to go through Alabama. I got to go through this emerging Georgia. Uh, I got to deal with Auburn. Florida I got to deal with Florida State. Miami's coming back. <sighs> if I go out to UCLA, what do I got? I got Helton. I'm better you know, coaching Helton. him. Yeah, yeah. I'm better coaching that guy. Who else in the Pac-12 scares me? Yeah. It's easier. Yeah, it is easier. So hey, you got to look at it all. The money's going to be His agent, cool. UCLA alum. You know? Yeah. You just start looking. Is, is he an East Coast guy or West Coast guy? He's an East Coast guy. He lives in New Hampshire. He worked in Oregon, though, and it didn't seem to bother him. But he, when he had a chance to go live where he wanted to live, he moved back to New Hampshire. Yeah. So he's an East Coast guy. That's a good thing. Um, I hope Florida gets him. I think he's a home run hire. Uh, I don't think Strickland blew it by, you know, the, the big talk now is Strickland blew it. He waited too long. He should have already been working there. Uh, it takes two minutes to vet somebody. No, it doesn't. It's a process. you got to get the right fit. If there's any kind of – if Chip Kelly doesn't want to be at Florida, do you want him at Florida? Some people would say yes anyway. Yeah. I, I don't think so. Yeah, I, and I also think there's this. There's two things. I think Scott Frost was very much in play. I think you had to try to do as much as you could to feel that situation out. And I also think you probably have to win some people over in Gainesville on this hire. Yeah. I don't think that's as easy as people are just saying go hire them. Again, a lot of people – a lot of people that grew up around Foley for these last 25 years say this is not a Foley kind of hire. Well, there no. are a lot of Foley kind of people in Gainesville. Right. And so I don't think that was as easy as people made it look. That's my look at that. That's why it's taken a little bit longer. And now, uh, but the critics are right in one sense. UCLA's in the fray now. Uh, yeah, the, he's going to listen to them. You know, they are in the fray. Here's the one thing and about. More will come available, by the way. Yes. Here's the one thing, though, with Strickland, the AD at Florida. If you don't get Kelly and you don't get Frost and you're introducing Willie Taggart on December 4th, ouch. that's a lot of disappointment getting out. Sometimes the best things happen for a reason and, you know, who knows, he might do a great job. And I'm just throwing Willie Taggart's name out there. Maybe it's the Norvell guy. Maybe it's Dan Mullen. Uh, I don't know. But I would, a lot of people think maybe Willie Taggart would be in the mix. That would be disappointing to Gator Nation. Absolutely. I'm just telling you, it would be disappointing to Gator Nation. Yeah. So he almost has, if he if he knows Frost's out of the mix, yeah. he's got to land Chip Kelly. There's a <laughs> yeah. lot of pressure to land and Chip And listen, Kelly. UCLA paid Jim Moore $12 million to go away. So I got to suspect that UCLA knows that they're going for a big hire. They gave they gave a coach $12 million to leave. Got to get out, yeah. Uh, Florida has never paid – Huge dollars for coaches, man. Yeah. Um, Mac was making three. I mean, so buyouts, et cetera, you're in the middle of a $100 million, uh, you know, and everybody, well, just pay him $8 million a year, $9 million a year. Okay. But where's that money coming from? You got to pay to play, baby. Yeah. It's going to be interesting these next couple days. And I suspect if Chip Kelly's not the coach by the end of this week, because I didn't know 
one report that said he wants to go through this quickly, uh, expeditiously, and pick and go. So if he's not the coach of Florida by the weekend, I, I won't have a good feeling that he's going to be the coach of Florida. A uh, big holiday drop potentially later this week uh, for the Florida Gators. Yeah. That's always fun in the business. Oh, no. Um, and here's a headline, by the way, when it happens. All the chips are in. I like it. Got it? Got that, Weber? I like it. Good. All right. All right, hey, we got to go. High school football coming up this week. I know we got a LA lot of it, Green but it's days away, all right? It's blue. days away. We do this once a week. Yeah, we still got nine teams available uh, locally for high school football in Florida. Two Georgias. Eleven if we count Georgia, which we do, but nine in the Northeast Florida. Rains, Bartram Trail. Let's see if you get all nine. I'll buy you No, I'm just saying he's going to win. Oh. oh. <laughs> Rains, Bartram Trail. Bartram over Fleming. Yeah. Rains over Bradford. I think that, No, I think they're going to win state titles. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow. Bartram, state title, good. And... I think UC's in good position to win now. They should win. Yeah. They should actually win. Yeah. What about St. Aug? <sighs> they could. St. Aug might be the best team in our area. Yeah. Uh, and then Trinity Maybe Christian Maybe we're due for like Florida. a big bonanza of state champions from this area. Best game of the year, potentially. That would be nice. It hurt the Blitzies in determining coach of the yeah. year. <laughs> yes, it would. <laughs> but that would be nice. Best game of the year, potentially. Clay at Baker County. Look out. If you want to see high school football Drew Weber told me that that out. last game – Came down to a fourth down. The kid spiked it on fourth down because he had the first down. Yes. Thought he had it, and the refs didn't give it to him. The refs probably got it wrong. And made a fourth down, and so he went up with the thought it's first down. It's the Clay kid going in, right? Yep. And so Baker County got the win. I would never – listen, I think Baker County's gone above and beyond a little bit. Man, Clay's another one of those Bartram Trail-like teams that get rolling in the postseason. Hoekstra gets them going in the – in the postseason, so watch out. Watch out for them. All right, hey, that's going to do it for the Action Sports Jacks Pylon Podcast. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Yeah, man. And uh, we'll talk next week, hopefully when the Jags are 8-3 and three, and maybe the Gators have a new coach named Chip. We will find out soon enough. For Dan Hick and I'm Brent Martino. Watch CBS 47 and Fox 30 all week long.